Sport on on SAFM. Okay, we'll move right along and we've got on the line the assistant sports news editor for The Telegraph, Jack Dimenezes. Jack, good evening. Thanks again for being able to speak to us in South Africa. We appreciate it. Good evening, Talisa. How are you? No, we're fine. We're just experiencing a second wave of COVID-19. How's the situation that side, firstly? Uh, very similar. We're in um, probably the third wave now for us, uh, but it's, it's the worst we've experienced. The numbers are the highest they've ever been in terms of COVID cases. Um, the hospitals are very close to being overrun, so we, we only have elite sport on now. All, all other sport has been stopped, and we're almost in a shutdown when it comes to, to rugby union. We, we had no games on at the weekend because the European Champions Cup has been postponed because the French clubs won't play the English clubs or the, the clubs in the UK and Ireland because of the numbers of coronavirus cases. So it's all, it's all quite scary here at the moment. Um, it doesn't feel like a, a great place to be when you're trying to plan a tour to, to South Africa, if I'm honest. Yes, and, and that's the other... Um, you've just raised another point now, Jack. Where do you stand in this debate of whether sports should continue or not? Do you have any views on this? Yeah, I, I, I do have to think that the right safety protocols are in place for elite sport to continue. We've got a lot of testing going on across all elite sports. The most, the majority of them do allow for weekly testing. Some of them, like the Premier League, have twice a week testing. So the numbers are being picked up, and we know the elite professional sports athletes tend to deal with the effects of COVID-19 much better than uh, normal people because of how healthy they are. So although it comes from a slightly concerning point of view that the numbers are high, these these people are in the safest environment where they are regularly screened and kept away. We're operating in biosecure bubbles that if the Lions store was to go ahead, they would have to operate in. So they are doing a very good job of keeping elite athletes safe, I feel. Because of that reason, I feel that elite sports should continue and it's giving everyone something to watch during lockdown because at the moment there's nothing else that you're able to do. You can only leave the house to go to the shop to get your food or for healthcare, or for exercise. And for those people who either have to self-isolate or they contract the virus, they're not allowed to leave even to that. So having elite sport there, at least there's one outlet that they're able to fill their time and just take a little bit of enjoyment out of what is quite a bleak time. So, yeah, I'm I'm very much in favour of elite sport continuing at the moment. Now let's talk about the Lions coming to South Africa. I don't know if that's going to continue. There is talk that South Africa might not be able to host the Lions. What are you hearing from that side? Because we're not getting much information from this side. So we had a Lions board meeting uh, last Friday where all options were discussed. We, we thought that maybe a few options would be taken off the table, but that didn't happen. It's very much the case that there's three key scenarios that could could unfold over the next few months. The first one is the tour goes ahead as planned with fans in attendance, and that's, it's quite difficult to see how that could happen at the moment, not just because of the numbers here, but also the numbers, as you say, in South Africa due to the second wave. And I think you would need proof that vaccinations are being rolled out everywhere to enable that to happen. So maybe the, the two other options that they're looking at are the, more likely the, the first one that it's played in South Africa behind closed doors, and that would ret- retain all the traditions of the tour in 
facing not just the Springboks, but the current world champions in their own backyard. That's supposed to be what Alliance Test Series is all about. But it would be costly for South Africa rugby and it would rob them of the lucrative payday that all the, the key Southern Hemisphere nations get every four years when the Lions come to town. And it's also unlikely to be favoured by the players because they would have to be in a biosecure bubble in South Africa for six weeks and unable to go out and explore the, the country, as they always do. And the third option is that it's played in the UK with tests at Twickenham, Cardiff and Dublin. And that that causes serious problems as well, because not only in that list does Scotland miss out, because Scotland are hosting the pre-tour match against Japan, so they'll they'll be greatly unhappy with that. But the issues are whether fans can go. And if fans aren't allowed to attend fully, these venues will actually cost more than if they go to South Africa behind closed doors because they're so expensive. Hmm. So suddenly now the Lions are they're a bit wary about doing that unless they can guarantee that there'll be 100% capacity, which at the moment looks very unlikely. And then how's the general feeling, Jack, about the Lions tour being held in the UK? Because it's never happened before. I mean, that's the whole beauty about the Lions, that they come to your country every 12 years or so. It's very much split from what we've seen so far. I think a lot of people that have been involved in the, the Lions tour in the past, you know, legends like Willie John McBride. We had uh, one of the players on the last tour to New Zealand, Rory Best, speak to us just last week about how the Lions always have to be on tour. You've got to go away. And if they can't go away this summer, they should postpone it till next year. But if you look at it from a business point of view, and I think we all know that sport is business, whether we like it or not, it's got to go ahead this year. It's going to have too much of an impact on the Rugby World Cup, I feel, if they have to delay it till next year. And if it's going to happen this year, then there's a growing likelihood that people want it to happen in the UK. So it very much depends who you talk to. I think the, the Lions purists say it's got to be in South Africa at all costs, even if it means staging it next year. But if you go to the independent unions who are in charge of not only next summer's tours, where England are due to go to Australia and Ireland are due to go to New Zealand. There's some really exciting games already lined up there. And it's all built towards the 2023 Rugby World Cup. Well, they're going to say absolutely no way can the Lions take place in 2022. It has to happen this summer. And if it can't happen in South Africa, it has to happen in the UK. So it's very much who you ask where their uh, interests lie. Yes, I was about to ask, I mean, would it be as easy as just shifting it to 2022? There's a lot that a lot of factors that need to be taken into account and like you mentioned the other nations now might not be happy with it yeah I, I, I feel at the moment there's no chance of that happening just because if you're England, Ireland Scotland or Wales they're not going to want to jeopardise their plans for the World Cup and who's to say that South Africa would want to face the Lions albeit they haven't had as much rugby of course since the last World Cup final mm. I also feel that if you look at the last Lions series and the rugby that came after that, look what happened to England. They went from winning the 2016 Six Nations and the 2017 Six Nations to losing six games on the on the spin and having their worst year under Eddie Jones in 2018 because of the impact of the Lions tour and how much rugby the players had to play in one calendar year. So if you're Eddie Jones and someone offers you, right, we're going to play a Lions tour a year out from the World Cup, there's no chance that he's going to want that because it will impact too much on his preparations for France 2023. So I, I feel with, with that in mind, there's just no hope really that it could be postponed to 2022, even if it means going to South Africa with stadiums full.
So at the moment, Jack, what is the current status of the British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa? At the moment, it's a bit in limbo, but we're going to get some confirmation later this month. So the next board meeting is on the 28th of January. And we're pretty sure that the final decision will be made there in terms of that's the preferred option that they're going to go ahead with. Now, there's still room for development there, but it's very hard with the Lions tour because the logistics involved, if, if they're going to commit to going to South Africa, it needs to be done by the end of this month or early in February to ensure that everything's in place for, firstly, the squad and the backroom staff to all be out there and for the South African clubs and the Springboks to be ready. And secondly, for if any fans are going to be there, because there's so many tour packages that have already been sold. So if they're not able to go ahead, they need to be refunded. If they are able to go ahead, how can fans be safely transported from the UK to South Africa and then... How can we make sure that there's no different variants of COVID-19 being spread from country to country? It's all very uh, difficult to to plan. So you need as much time to do that as possible. When that decision is made at the end of the month, it's then got to be conveyed to all four unions who then have to sign it off. So it's not even just a straightforward decision that the Lions will be making their decision and that's the one that goes forward. It's got to have full backing. So... It's going to be drawn out, and as I said uh, at the start of this segment, we're in a stage at the moment where professional rugby isn't being played at the moment. So it's very tricky to see these decisions being made while rugby is currently paused. Yeah, interesting one. Thanks for the update, Jack. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for the insight. Also, we'll see what happens over the next few days, a few weeks. Thank you, and you keep well. Thanks, Jack. Stay safe. That's uh, Jack Dimenez's assistant sports news editor for the Telegraph. We do apologize for the sound quality there, and also from Pakistan, uh, we do uh, have some challenges clearly today. Uh, so uh, do accept our apologies there. You can even see that the sound from the UK is not as great as it usually is, uh, just like the one from Pakistan. But the show has to go on. We move on, and we are going to talk now, still on the British and Irish lines. We're going to talk to Mark Gardner. Um, Mark. Um, has started a petition basically and is going to tell us about this petition regarding the British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, let's stay with the story. We're joined on the line by Mark Gardner, who's the MD of the MSG Tours. Good evening, Mark, from us in South Africa. Thanks for speaking to us tonight. No, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks, Mark. I believe you, you started a petition. Tell us more about this petition. Yes, it's a... It's in fact, we're, we're in day eight now. I, I started it. I started it on the strength of reading a really good article in our Sunday Times newspaper last Sunday by the esteemed journalist uh, Stephen Jones. And it was the first time for all this noise of the Lions potentially moving to the UK where a leading journalist has stood up and actually explained the impact of um, what will happen to South Africans and the, and the financial impact of South Africa and the cultural impact of South Africa. And it really inspired me to, to use one of the world's most recognisable petition platforms to, to give the fans an official voice as to what they want to happen. So if I understand you correctly, is the petition then against the tour being played in the UK, uh, happening in the UK? Yeah, yeah, very, very much so. The, the, Lions, the Lions membership or travelling membership is very well recognised as being at least 30,000 strong. Nobody ever knows the, the official numbers with, with the expat communities and those uncapped numbers. But people travel on a 
on the lines to her to to experience the country and stuff because you've got that amazing versatility uh, all around the, and the great cities you've got there the coastline and we come as fans to to enjoy that you know to, to make new friends make new friendships experience that and the rugby is the rugby on the Saturday is, is the byproduct of having six amazing days of build up to do so and that's why we we, we spend our life savings and that's why we we never miss a Lions to to go and do that. Simply having that on our doorstep just isn't a viable or an attractive option. And, and the, the petition itself has garnered, or well, on our way to nearly five thousand fans who who have voted on this now, which is extraordinary in the first week. And I mean, besides that, I was actually saying to our previous guest who was also joining us from the UK sports journalist that the whole beauty about the Lions is that they come to your country once every twelve years, and that's what you look forward to. It's not the Lions playing at home; they have to be away. It, it's exactly that. Before the 2005 tour to New Zealand, we, we held a, a fundraising game in Cardiff where we played Argentina. And the atmosphere was very strange. Nobody really knew what to sing or, or, or what to do or, or how to behave. And it was a, a very, very peculiar affair. Just that, the excitement of being in country, uh, debating with fellow fans in bars and restaurants about lineups, um, predictions for the, for, for the game. That build-up is, you know, that's, that's why we do it. You know, we 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 embark on this trip every every twelve years. And I I was thinking this week to uh, you know, a family in Nelspruit, for example, um, who may have young children and they've they've picked up a, a very affordable Category D ticket to watch the Lions. You know, that opportunity will never come around for that family again. In twelve years, the Lions may not play there. The children will have will have grown up, and and that's missed. And uh, you can't put a price on the experience of what. And the excitement that Alliance Tour brings, the un- just the unique factor of four nations coming together and, and, and bringing so many fans at one point, uh, investing so much in the economy, the impact it has on, a, on, a, on any city or any region creates a huge legacy. So if then the, uh, you, you were saying that the Lions should not be playing in the UK, what are you proposing or what are you suggesting or what do you hope can happen uh, then, Mark? Well, fundamentally, rugby is played over 80 minutes. It's two teams with a ball, and it, it's just a game. And if and if the world's biggest sports event, the Olympics, has the ability to pick itself up during COVID it, it, and move it to 2021, if they can do it, then surely there's enough time in the calendar for the governing bodies in South Africa and in the UK and Ireland to work on how they can lift it and shift it to 2022. So my proposal and, and the, the petition that's been signed by over 4,500 people, we want them to do the same thing. We want to come to Africa and not just South Africa, but within Iswatini, Lesotho and all the other countries in, in the southern part there that, that our fans have planned to go on side trips to, to go on safaris to, to explore Madagascar, Namibia, Botswana, Mozambique, calling into Kenya on the way home. Uh, all these, all these amazing adventures are a part of of one experience that that many will only ever do once. And that's why we need it in country. Mm. And can a Lions tour happen without fans? No, no, it it it, it can't it can't do it. And the, the primary reason the Lions tours happen is that the fans are the fuel. Now, we are the carbohydrate that makes it work. That the cash injection into into the program, the sponsorship. It's all about bums on seats. 
and it's been really widely reported this week by, by Stephen Jones, who started this, that the actual economic value of the Lions coming into town is worth over three billion rand. Now, that's, that's a lot of money. But it also creates jobs. It creates opportunities. And I'm, I'm a fan First and first and foremost, I've been a fan since 2001, where I took my first tour, and ever since then, I've been to Australia, I've been to New Zealand, and I have a travel. I have a travel business, and we're we're bringing, well, we plan on bringing nearly a thousand people to South Africa next summer, and our contribution alone is just under a hundred hundred million rand to this to this to this program. It gives jobs, it creates events. Um, we have programs for students at university who are going to be tour guides. So it goes really, really, really deep. We've partnered with five amazing charities in Soweto, Pretoria, Iswatini, Durban and Cape Town. And they are the net recipients of, of our fans coming in. You know, the, the rugby fans like to give back and engage with the communities. So our programs of going in supporting charities, each of which we've, we've underlined a guarantee of two, 200,000 rand to each charity, uh, that puts a lot of pressure now as to how we can do that if if the tour moves to the UK. You know, coming to the UK shores and islands is not something that the fans want. Are we being listened to? Because we are the, we are the people that, that pay for this experience, that choose to come on this experience. Yet it seems that people above us are making that decision, that consultation. I wanted my petition to give our fans a voice. And then finally, how far do you want to take this petition and where can people join in? Or how? Uh, we have a very simple we have a very simple link on the change.org uh, website and perhaps we I can share that with you and you can yes. pass it out to your audience because we we welcome votes from South Africans as well as the UK and Irish yeah. rugby communities every every voice matters how far do you want to go well I I, I think hitting 5000 is a significant milestone and I'd like to do that by Wednesday and if we can hit that by Wednesday I would like to take that petition strictly speaking with the lockdown I'd like to send that petition to both Saru and the British and Irish Lions to say there's 5,000 people here with registered emails that have all said they want what's best for rugby, best for the Lions and best for sport and for South African tourism to put this tour back 12 months. Let's do it for the fans. Let's do it for the people in the communities. That's what we're asking for. Great stuff. Mark Gardner will find that petition. will share it. Change.org if you want to support Mark and his campaign of making sure that the British and Irish Lion toy is not played in the UK. It has to come to South Africa. We've been waiting 12 years for it. I'm sure we can wait another year. So we'll share that so you can also join Mark in this campaign. But thanks, Mark, for speaking to us. We appreciate it. Thanks for your time.